This episode is sponsored by Yongli and Vikram Call Investments, New York. Did you know that the country of Lithuania restored its independence as late as 1990? Are you aware that Lithuanian is one of the oldest living languages in the world? Have you ever heard what a Lithuanian song sounds like? Now tell me honestly, do you even know anything about Lithuania, its history and its culture? If you were as ignorant as I was before this deeply moving conversation, my guess is not. So in the first of my two-part conversation, let me help you know and discover Lithuania a little better by conversing with painter and art therapist Audrone Brazovskaite. As with her country, Audrone too has a story of her own, which includes a grandfather who was deported to a concentration camp and was never seen again, a father who founded an airport, her roots in nobility, spies in her art academy, and what it felt like to celebrate Christmas behind closed curtains during Soviet times. So let's welcome painter and art therapist Audrone Brazovskaite, a woman who has seen a whole country live in silent trauma, and someone who strongly believes that art prospers best under adversity and limitation. Hi, I'm Atul Taishete, and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Atul. Hello, uh, and today uh, we have a very interesting guest. Uh, her name is uh, Audrone Brazovskaite. She is from the country of Lithuania. So as you know that I've started this new series where I'm trying to uh, record a conversation with people from different countries and see whether how different are we from them or how similar are we. And uh, this is the second of that series. You remember that I did one with Curtis Cole from the US. And uh, you realize that oh, our lives are not so different at all, you know, and our lives are so different. So that's the whole idea of this. Now, how many of us really know what Lithuania is and where it is and how it how it operates and what part of it of uh, it was a part of the USSR? How, how many of us know all this? And a lot of other history. And of course, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Audrone and she is uh, what you call an art therapist. She's a painter and she's a pretty well-known person in her own country. So what we're going to have here is give a warm welcome to Ms. Odrone Brazauskaite. Have I said it right? Yes, right. Thank you, Atu. <laughs> I'm said right, your name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so ask me, please, what is interesting for you? No, for everything is now. I think uh, the, the way this podcast works is that it's a long-form podcast. Mm-hmm. And I always say this, that uh, we, you don't just get into interesting things. When you're friends, you talk about a lot of things. And uh, then you reach the depth that uh, a friendship is or that a conversation is. So the whole idea of this conversation is to talk enough that we reach certain levels of depth. Or maybe if you're lucky enough and from the first sentence we are going to say something very profound. But that usually doesn't happen. So I'll tell you how uh, my conversation starts. Is that I believe that essentially all of us are immigrants. You know, and right now, at least in this country, it's like who's come 500 years back and 700 years back and why were they, why did they come 500 years back? And there's something, some ridiculous things happening in this country, at least I feel. And, uh, but everybody's an immigrant. Like my friends uh, uh, are sending their children abroad to the US and to Europe to study and with the intention of settling them. So your children have become immigrants, you know, though you hate other immigrants or dislike other immigrants. So that's a very strange uh, way that we are understanding the world right now. So uh, my thing to you is, and you were in Lithuania all these years, and now suddenly you find yourself in Mud Island in Bombay, you know, because you're married uh, and Indian and you're here. 
so you are suddenly an immigrant in a way that you have come all the way here and uh, for love and uh, what i want to understand is that where has been your family like if you take your family two generations four generations even 20 generations back what has been the history of your family that you finally the fam- most of your family is in lithuania right yes so how has how did they land up there or where are they and like say your grandparents so please mm. the floor okay. the, the mic is yours okay so because you started that uh, nobody or how much how many of you knows about lithuania so i a little bit uh, say some uh, basic information where lithuania are lithuania are near the baltic sea and is a baltic countries uh, together with latvia and estonia uh what is important that lithuanian language is one of oldest in the european languages uh and uh, uh, in the world universities where are studying sanskrit as oldest language in the european language but uh, which is not alive only in scientific manuscripts sanskrit is uh, Uh, like uh, this language is uh, using so lithuanian language is example of one of oldest in Europe in the european languages which exist which alive and people still talk so this is uh, maybe because of uh, the it's also very interesting maybe it's like uh, this happened why our language is not uh, uh, change in the ages and like uh, Uh, like uh, resist in isolation and to keep our the natural and old roots of language so maybe also is like uh, the uh, it's express our his history because in lithuanian history lot of resistance because we have very big and very aggressive neighbor russia so many long history of um, um, Uh, near this neighbor is resistance so this also can be an idea why language is not uh, change is like resistance it's always was kept uh, all traditions all the songs and poetry and everything in this language like resistance to uh, occupation so uh, lithuania is also one of the uh, but how uh, i'll just uh, ask you because how old is this language and what is it called it's called lithuanian or what is yes this? it's lithuanian but it's called it's a, a we are two no we are three languages which called baltic language it is lithuanian language latvian language and prussian language but prussian also now is not exist so now is uh, alive two languages latvian and lithuanian language so but Lithu- you don't speak russian in lithuania no we speak russian because we were land in soviet times i was learned from in my kindergarten russian language it was obligatory okay. but our, our language is as i said is absolutely different this lithuanian language but i and also i can say what a very important difference but russian language is slavic language so russian poland romanian czech uh, what else many, many other languages uh, uh, also uh, uh, ukrainian belarusian this is a slavic languages they have uh, 
Kirillitsa uh, and the absolutely dif- different group of languages. Okay. So Lithuanian and Latvian is Baltic languages, which is a different group. So we have not co- 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 uh, similarities in language. What would be the difference? I mean, because I think people here wouldn't really understand the difference between how a Baltic and a... Tell. How I can tell. Okay, right, right, right. It's because like it's very a... difficult for somebody to say that Tamil is different from Hindi, you know, or an Indian. You're right. I mean, no, so I, I, I gave example, but, but we, are, are those... we are in from different groups of languages. You know that... Uh, no, no, I understand. But I'm saying that uh, so, uh, there are no common words between these two languages. No. Not at no, all. No, only that you know such a... Even if if you want to know if between Lithuanian languages, language and Sanskrit, there are maybe 50 common words. Okay. okay and even in Hindi, uh, we found the Hien family that uh, there are such uh, words like pokshi. I said, m- my mother-in-law show uh, near, uh, through the, the, the window, she said, Pokshi and to to her son, and then to me she translate to English. But I understand Pokshi because in Lithuanian, po- birds are also Pokshi, the same word. Oh, Pokshi. Yes. Oh, so then Bengali they call it Pokshi. Yeah. In Hindi they call it Pakshi. And in Lithuanian, Pokshi. Pok- oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So there are many examples like Dashamt, also Dashamt. Ten. What does that mean? Ten. Ten. Da- dashamt. Okay. Dash, uh, dasham. Dasham, dasham. Yeah. Dasham, yeah. so yeah. it's 10. Ah, okay. So it's a... Uh, in... Uh, if we... Your, your question was uh, similar words uh, uh, between Russian. I'm not linguistic p- p- person, but I can say that uh, in all Indo-European languages, we, we can find... found. Uh, find all the uh, words like uh, mother so mama and mom or or, or medus okay. it's mod uh, medus in lithuanian med in hindi so it's such very archetypal words very very old which you can find also in hindi and in other and in lithuanian and in slavic languages yes. it's like the uh, very old right. words no no i understand but how old is the lithuanian language i mean i i can't tell you the uh, the old the age of our language but i i can tell you that the uh, 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 that um, um uh, lithuania uh, was the last uh, uh, the 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 uh, like uh, um, our our religion was pagan and lithuania was uh, uh, the last european country which beca- which was baptized oh so it was in a so became uh, catholic yeah, but it it was the last country. So there also was the the uh, crusaders came from uh, Germany. So they fighted with the local religion, with which was deep, uh, deep um, pagan. And until now, we can we in our traditions in our when we celebrate Easter, or which are Christian name, or, or Christmas, which also Christian, but they are all very much integrated pagan traditions. And names, uh, people names are, um, um, until now, they are very po- 
popular and use pagan names. My name is pagan name. It means storm. It's a, it's oh. pagan and Lithuanian names are very much um, name the uh, nature uh, um, like uh, I am storm. My name means storm. My sister's name means sea. Uh, many uh, uh, like uh, 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 names are also expressed like sunset, sunrise. So oh my God. it's very it's very pagan names which are uh, very popular until today. Right. Because pagan religion also celebrated nature. I mean, so yeah, I guess yeah, that's trees, a... tree, trees, uh, adoration of trees are very important in Lithuanian tradition. Okay. So with this we can also find in 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 art and in what people like in mentality also. So what I want to say that the the like Lithuania as a na nation was uh, first time was announced as a kingdom in uh, uh, one in a twelve fifty one. Okay. So after that, it was first time was Lithuania announced in Europe uh, map as a kingdom, and later it was like uh, the lost uh, kingdom uh, then became nation, and the uh, uh, later in uh, uh, in a nine in eighteen century I, I think the. Uh, uh, Tsaris Russia again occupied, occupied. So Lithuania uh, 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 won independence um, uh, in uh, 1918, and then was independent country until Soviets occupied uh, 1940. So till 1918, it was occupied by whom? Till till 1918. Yeah. By Tsarist Russia. By the Tsars? Yeah. But it was Russia also. Even then it was Russia, right? By the Tsars, right? So it was still Russia which was occupying till 1918. Yeah, but before before that Lithuania was uh, uh, independent. It, it was not like Lithuania not exist. That Lithuania... Uh, uh, and in in Lithuanian history was a period when it was kingdom time. It uh, it is uh, uh, in the medieval time. Yeah. Lithuania was very big. Even the even in, uh, the border Lithuania also reached the uh, Moscow and Kiev. So it's right. not like uh, Lithuanian history is not like Lithuania always was in, in Russia. Absolutely not. But no, 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 that's not what I mean. Yeah. What I mean is that uh, till 1918, in uh, it was occupied by somebody, right? Till 1918, it was occupied by uh, Tsar Russia. Tsars. And then the, it became free. Yeah. And then it was occupied by Russia again. Not by Russia, by Soviet Union by the Soviet on Union. 1940. Oh, so it was free only for 22 years. Yeah. And uh, and then we won independence on 1990. Yeah, when the Russia USSR broke. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. So we, you basically we start the uh, crash of Soviet Union, Lithuania crash. We we announced independence and Soviet Union crash. So from um, 
2004, Lithuania became European Union and NATO, member mm-hmm. of NATO. And, um, and uh, uh, also currency, you, you, uh, euro, euro currency. Yeah, now it's the euro. Yeah, it is from uh, 2015. Okay. So that is a short, <laughs> short. Uh, But do you view. like this? Because I have actually, uh, I've actually studied in Paris. Mm-hmm. I had a scholarship when I was at this film school called La Femmes. I don't mm-hmm. know whether you know. Yeah. So I, I used to study there. So there was always this uh, thing about whether it's good to be a part of the European Union or not good to be a part mm-hmm. of. Because a lot of weaker countries are now putting pressure on uh, on countries like Germany and France, which are the bigger. and the more economically developed the more powerful countries so uh, that is showing on them like greece and you know they they are like spain they're all going through their own uh, storm themselves so how do you, what is what are your views on this yes my views are very clear because uh, lithuania is very small country we have around uh, 3 million citizens and it's clear that uh, uh, when is big uh, countries around and very uh, aggressive so we need to choose with to 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 which neighbor we want to be closer and our history shows that a russian neighborhood with russia is uh, is just uh, uh, torture yeah. because many people uh, 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 almost each family were were deported to gulag my grandfather uh, passed away in gulag as a prisoner uh, so almost each lithuanian family has uh, such uh, members so uh, uh, this is exist in our memory in our collective memory so we of course we choose european union and pro american politic uh, to uh, to resist and to protect uh, ourselves from uh, russian politics from very aggressive aggressive politics so that's why you're a part of both the nato as well as yeah, the european abso- union absolutely, so absolutely if you're a part of nato you obviously become protected by nato countries yes, like the us yes was very consciously and it's uh, no doubt about because is was uh, uh, in history uh, people and families are very much uh, suffered and remember until now and what is happening now in in Ukraine Lithuania now is one of the strongest supporters of for for Ukrainians uh, in society continuously going uh, uh projects to collect money not government i'm not talking about government 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 also uh they they pre- prepared uh, um places and different uh, jobs for ukrainian re- refugees but people society independently uh, continuous collective uh money and to send to buy things so because lithuania and other uh, baltic countries and also poland understand very clear that now ukraine fight for our independence also so it's a f- 100% su- supporting uh, supporting ukraine absolutely but ukraine actually never had a choice also of becoming a part of nato i mean because that was how they got uh, their independence yes but you know i th- now i didn't want very much to go to deep to politics but only uh, what i know that to to become a um, member of nato and european union you need to country as a economic uh, 
um, as an economic union, need to uh, reach some status to become uh, a member. So maybe they not became a member because of they not reach economically and politically. Uh, that, but now it's like uh, I don't know how it will be now. I think uh, I think when they took got independence from mm-hmm. the USSR, I think that was one of the conditions that they couldn't become a part of NATO. That yes. was, I think that is how it was because Ukraine was a pretty well developed country. Yeah. It was one of the biggest software giants, if I'm not. But mistaken. I think there are very big. Uh, always was very big in Russia. Russians interest of Russia in that country, mm. and they always was not very. Not very transparent politics. There Between are the many, right. many politicians in Ukraine we, which um, uh, keep double uh, politics. Yes. There are certain parts of Ukraine which actually wanted to go with the USSR. Yeah. That was which wanted to stay with Russia. That's also yeah. a part of the story. I mean, uh, let's not. I think that's. But what I found interesting about what you said was that your name means storm. Yeah. You know, and uh, normally in between, say, if you ask a British Brit or uh, you ask an American what the meaning of the name is, they generally don't have a meaning. But Indians will always ask this question because most Indians have a, have a meaning to their name. Oh, yeah. You know, and maybe it has to do with, uh, you know, that your language being so yeah. old and it comes from a certain pagan religion that yeah. your name has a meaning. And almost everybody in Lithuania, the name has some meaning, whether it's sunrise or sunset. Absolutely. Or yeah, I guess that is the yeah. common history that might be there. Yeah. Uh, I just have, uh, I think this is, I think, uh, okay, everybody, I think we have cleared up what Lithuania was about. <laughs> I think Adrone just wanted to get it out of the way. <laughs> Let me talk about my country first so that you know where I come from. <laughs> but uh, what, I, what I wanted to, uh, what I wanted to, which comes to the first thing that uh, was asked is that, how, uh, where, what is your background? What is your family background? You know, where do you come from? What kind of work were your family doing? Mm. And from what part of Lithuania were there? And mm. when they came to the... Where do you live in? Where does your most of your family live in Lithuania? So, uh, as I know, and as I remember, all my family always lived in Lithuania. No, any nation in our family from other countries, not... Uh, I didn't know. Uh, but you know now, all, now all interesting scientific researchers are going. When when somebody told they say that we are like uh, Lithuanian or German or Indian, then they check our blood uh, blood <laughs> the, the DNA. DNA and find that they absolutely yeah, it's yeah. not we are who we think we yeah. are. But but yes, I, my family all are from Lithuania, and I'm I born and live. Uh, uh, in Vilnius, in in Lithuanian capital, and my um, my mother is not uh, was not from Vilnius, from one small city Ukmergiev in the middle of Lithuania, and my father uh, was from Klaipeda near the sea because Lithuania also have uh, connection with Baltic Sea, and uh, my father was uh, from very young age was like uh, crazy about fly flying on the planes okay and he was of one of uh, pioneers of gliding sport in lithuania so just recently i saw his uh, photographs so he's like from 16 years old uh, already was with this very 
old style um, gliders. gliders which are flying from the uh, hills. Yeah. And later he he was uh, he organized and he was a chief of uh, of uh, one uh, sport club gliding uh, club which is exist until now. And uh, yes, my mother was a sport teacher and also she she dance uh, uh, in a ballet theater and uh, what else. What do you know about them as in what do you know about your father's childhood for example and uh, what was his father doing you have any idea yeah my father who was deported to gulag your grandfather uh, my father's father my grandfather yes yeah. he was uh, uh, this was to have been in the 1940s somewhere yeah yeah uh, he was a mayor of one uh, uh, lithuanian small city because uh, Russia, Soviet, Soviets, uh, all intelligence, all, all people who were educated, who had some property, and uh, otherwise people who have has what to eat, all they, they were um, deported to Gulag. The, the idea was to d destroy uh, uh, intellectual uh, oh. heritage. So um, so it was was it similar to what happened with the Jews in Germany I mean, yeah I, 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 I can say this yes because in uh, all uh, now in Lithuanian some Lithuanian politics tried to um, that in uh, that Russians occupation uh, would be uh, conformed as a as a uh, yeah okay please yeah, yeah. as a uh, Jewish how it was weird I forgot okay okay uh, that's uh, yeah yeah I, I get the word it's just uh, when you want to think of words you don't get those words actually uh, oh my god Okay, let's let's get on with. Uh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so concentration they, camps in. Uh, they, they some politi politicians uh, try to uh, seek in in a world uh, uh, in a world um, court some uh, some formal uh, level of uh, uh, of officials. That this uh, Soviet's occupation was uh, confirmed as uh, uh, the same as Germans did for uh, uh, the Jews. Jewish, yes. Okay, so your your grandfather was a mayor of a small city of Red Vilishkis, yes. of a small city, and uh, he was just picked up one day and yes. Yeah, so they because he was blamed that he helped for uh, Germans. Okay. And uh, they came. Uh, because yes. he helped Germans. No, he didn't help. But he was blamed by Soviets that he that he helped Germans. But the Soviets were not part of the Allies. The Soviets were and the Germans were together, right? In the World War. Yeah. Later, when we knew that together, but in the in when he when they entered, but after or before they were separately. Okay, I think my history is really yeah, yeah. So they they bl they were they blamed uh, my grandfather that they helped that he helped uh, Germans or he, that he did something. Uh, 
I don't know some maybe he helped Americans I think that would be uh... no Americans were later much later okay so this was in the uh, so this was in what year according to you in uh, when they uh, in it will it was I think 1942 or 1943 okay. This was World War Two around the time that World War Two ended. Yeah, and he they took him and brought to Gulag in Kazakhstan, and my uh, my father in that time was uh, maybe sixteen years old, and he has brother fifteen uh, years old, so they left, uh, and uh, they didn't uh, after some they didn't know about him nothing, and. Uh, Uh, later they 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 get uh, some information from so that's where he is and i i know that uh, the they left there was left for his uh, period to be in that uh, uh, prison uh, until he became uh, uh, independent one year but he passed away in that prison my 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 grandfather How many years was he in prison? Maybe ten years, because he was. Uh, I think they got that he passed away in the uh, middle of fifties. Oh my God! And were you, were family allowed to visit him in prison? Absolutely not. We they didn't know where. where. He was. Yeah, and uh, and you know what? They they also. It was like silence. Nobody can talk between each other because uh, uh, career, for example, career, the, the possibility to get a good pos- job, to education mm-hmm. for such uh, kids whose family are in a gulag is like you, you matched, you know. It's a, so yes, so that it is and. Uh, So, from being a family which was very influential, uh, what did it? And once the the grand your grandfather was arrested, mm-hmm. so what happened to the family? I mean, they must have passed through a lot of difficulty. Yeah, but you know what what is what it is. And now, when I'm talking with my generation, nobody in that time nobody share about their emotional state. It was like closed. You you need to be in silence. and my father and my um, later when we already like uh, we already were we born and they grow up nobody talk about how they felt it was clear that only only i know that he he went because he was little older than his brother so he went uh, and tried to walk and help for mother and he very uh, my father then he uh, uh, became a student of engineering engineering in university and in this in this same time like parallel he always was in that sport gliding sport so but my father was very uh, i don't know i'm like a very special person because uh, he I, and also in that time you if you want to be very in very good position in your life like uh, with food and with good on a uh, yes 
So you need to belong to communistic party. Right. So only communistic party people can got have education. and not not education, but you can have a good place with good salary, some special things, because uh, was not very much in a shops, you know. So, but my father, he he, first of all, he not he 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 was so brave and refused. He, uh, this possibility to go to that political party, to communistic party, and uh, but uh, uh, he uh, was very. Uh, he has some uh, abilities, per, pers personal abilities, to be very diplomatic and friendship with uh, very different people, and he has friends with a, a very like high uh, Russian soldiers, very big position soldiers, which because uh, he always was in that uh, um, gliding sport and later it right. was possibility to organize this plane airport. So, uh, and uh, this field also was connected with army uh, in, in that time. It was when you when you was in a, when you have airport mm -hmm. uh, so it means that this, this is a strat strategic uh, space and if the country changed the like the situation change so the, this space immediately became like a, a, a strategic army space so because of that that uh, airport which my father founded um was connect always was connected with soldiers with russian soldiers so okay because they used to come and go from yeah and the they it, and they was like uh, it was in their map that this is a space where they they can use in if in situation will come so but I, what i want to say that he, he was he has some ability to be friendship yeah, yeah. friend with these yeah. uh, people who are very formal uh, and political and uh, and uh, connected with army so yes and he finally uh, being free from political communistic party he reached a very good position he was head of that of such strategic uh, uh, air it was so strange and very unusual when 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 you know that he not belong to any communistic party so so that is i'm very prou proud of of that because that circumstances was where that he was pushed to belong to political, political party but yeah. he stay independently and was and was respectful so And what I, I also, uh, uh, yes, and uh, what you want to ask, Mom? No, <laughs> no, no, what I find uh, really amazing and strange is also that your grandfather was someone who was arrested for, you know, being against the Communist Party. And your father, you know, he found his way and survived and got an education, got a career by pretending to be a part of the Communist Party. You no, know, he was not pretended. He was not pretending. Absolutely not. 
He, he was, was very clear. He is not a part of the government. No, no, no. I'm the. I'm just the one to say that he, because his position in in airport uh, and in the, in his activities always was connected. With he he sh- he must communicate, communicate, talk. Uh, had the, like uh, conversations. So he he so he talk as uh, he have. I want to say that he has no conflicts with these people who who belong to. Uh, the communist party yes but he was never officially a part of the communist party absolutely not oh my god that's amazing yeah and to still have a career uh, yeah yeah and my mother the same blessed are the curious for they shall have adventures extreme outdoors founded by young lee and vikram call bring to you the finest quality rvs in the country an rv for every need every kind of travel and all kinds of families Check out our range of RVs like the Little Guy Max, Little Guy Micro Max, Little Guy Mini Max, and MyPod. Adventure awaits. What are you waiting for? Visit our website golittleguy.com for more details. They were not belong, and this this was very. Uh, it was not in Lithuania that all belonged to communistic party, but it was very clear. If you want calm life, uh, with very special good food, which is not always you can found in the uh, shops, yeah, uh, and also if you want to have a, a good job, like. Uh, so it's clear that you need to go to communistic part, communistic part. But not all people belong to communist party. So my parents not belong, and we like. Uh, I'm from my very early childhood. I, uh, I also know my people. My parents always talk for me, say for me. But Lithuania is occupied. But we remember how it was independent. We will remember our childhood in the independency. So I, from very early years, I I knew that uh, we live in occupied country, and I was also in my heart was very, like, um, be patri- patriotic and um, and uh, what else? And I and I I want to say that uh, such. Uh, uh, time like easter time or christmas time so it was also like religious uh, events and soviet union was atheistic so it was not officially allowed to to go to church yes and lithuania is a catholic country i mean finally uh, yes so but it was not uh, in soviet time it was not official we were we celebrate christmas in a, uh, like uh, rooms with closed curtains that nobody can see from oh outside wow. what we celebrate oh wow because people could complain absolutely it was lot of spy spy of kgb everywhere and i am studying in art academy uh, so especially art in soviet times was very uh, political orientated Uh, yeah. and uh, and because of all this shade of uh, uh, political orientated art so basically all good art was underground and lo- very st- and, and and it was very very good art because yes. it was metaphorical Tom's it right. was uh, metaphorical absolutely. language absolutely so people um and uh, for example you are going to the theater 
and uh, you can see some historical topic about some medieval kingdom and the play the words is only metaphors so you know and and always in such uh, situations each second each kgb spice sit and listen what is showing on the stage how people react and many times he uh, such people of course they then they they found something strange about lithuania some patriotism so then they go to that artist and uh, ask why what you writing how how uh, please uh, delete this line that word so then he says you not understand this is not like about that he said this is so they 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 pretend to be some fool foolish and uh, yeah. because it's always like double triple meaning yeah and because of that when i'm i'm remember these times so it was very strong art because of this uh, and i understand that art need to be uh, have some limitation to become good because when you have everything freedom so art also became such uh, like uh, i don't know uh, yeah. difficult to say but i remember that this limitation which was not uh, uh, allowed everything in art so made made, made um, art in 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 my country very strong and and the, and also that official art was very political orientated and i'm studying when i'm studying studied in art academy mm. so we know we knew which our colleague in a group uh, was spy oh you knew that yes so How? we we try i don't know people just say we know that we you be be careful not talk with near him anything because he can go and tell the kg yeah yeah so is like in art because art academy is like a place where young artists are growing so this was very also they tried to influence the mind of young artists but but it is true that most art i think prospers under adversity it's uh, under difficult situations that's what is always said about art like what when i was in uh, europe they always said like uh, oh there's no problem in this in the, in certain countries in europe so their art is dying you exactly know? I, i agree because now what i am like switzerland for example i mean that's what they say that okay that there's art is dying in switzerland because it's a nice prosperous country everything is pretty nice or or, or you know i mean it's a, i don't know how i mean if it is what are your views on this absolutely what i'm i want to say now i'm now when i am in india i'm think that here should be very strong art because it's a very so different uh, uh situations in society you can feel hmm. very like uh, controversial controversials and uh, so that is gives uh, for art uh, people think and create and uh, we also yes was very good was very good pa- paint paintings and artists and theater was just uh, like like the theater always was like uh, we we know that theater is a space where Uh, where we can hear metaphors so yes. exactly in soviet time yes. i hear that uh, pure metaphors in in lithuania 
That's very true because what uh, I think it also compares very well with the Indian struggle for independence from the British mm. and all art before that all theater and everything mm. and people used to the freedom fighters used to go from uh, village to village carrying the message through metaphors you know because you cannot actually uh, go and say that oh hell with the British you can't mm. say that yeah. so you stage a play and you stage a play where there is a rebellion within that play mm. but there are no British people there are just other people and you know, and you're trying to say something else but what you mean is it's a struggle against the British I think this is exactly what happened uh, even in India and it uh, I mean and it was a part of the freedom struggle those stories were a part of the freedom struggle exactly like how uh, you know there were plays happening yeah. and those plays were not really they were all metaphors yeah. the lines were all metaphorical they were not really meant to they were just like what you are saying is that somebody comes and asks you okay but this is uh, you should delete this line so oh, but this the line is very simple yeah. it just says yeah. something about probably the gauls or the romans or yeah, anything it yeah, has nothing yeah. to do with uh, russians and the kgb yeah yeah you know so uh, that is and you keep on uh, mentioning gulag what exactly where exactly was gulag and what was it like it was a concentration camp it was a few uh, gulag is a like concentration camp and uh, also place where they uh, use these prisoners as a uh, not cheap but just free walking labor mm-hmm. and my uh, and it was a uh, in the siberia one place was in Siberia. Oh, this was in Siberia. It's a, it's a different places. It one place was in Siberia. My grandfather was in Kazakhstan. And yeah. in that uh, places they are uh, walking very hard, such hard that they because of such uh, very uh, very um, very like abnormal hard labor, they many people just died. So my yeah Siberia was a very hard place anyway I mean it's it's <laughs> oh my god and did your father ever try to find his father I mean was that struggle always on because they didn't know where he was right for a long time they didn't know they only uh, informed them him uh, to family when he passed away and after independence uh, we went to that place I I was me my father father's brother and my cousin brother we uh, went uh, with train to kazakhstan to that place where this uh, uh, prison was where he passed away and we saw all these buildings uh, this uh, uh, so we took the a small piece of soul from that place and bring to Lithuania and uh, and um, put in his uh, like family. the ashes like this yeah. were the ashes of your grandfather yeah, yeah yeah oh my god but you never really saw him again you never nobody saw him again after that day he disappeared no he was, no nobody ever saw him no no oh my god and even after if he passed away you were not allowed to visit there you went after you gained independence That's no but it was uh, I, i i was not on this earth yet it was no, no, but your father your what does your father say they were not uh, i don't know i think it was not allowed only when soviet union crashed we can go there uh, and also they looked to, to uh, on us very strange with the, like uh, 
suspicion uh, how, why we came here we make photographs and everything in that place and uh, yes but was this gulag a part of lithuania or was it a part of russia uh, absolutely not in lithuania so yeah so you went all the way to russia yeah, later yeah in the far 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 i don't know thousand kilometers it's not lithuania it's like uh, Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm because see, it's difficult for us to understand the geography. So I'm just like. So do you remember? You you imagine Baltic Sea around mm-hmm. Baltic Sea right. from European part is uh, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia, mm-hmm. and to the go you go to the uh, east. There was mm-hmm. Russia, mm-hmm. and when Russia Russia is a big country right. after, and the in the end of Russia is a Kazakhstan. So when mm-hmm. so he was there. somewhere in so the crossed all over russia yeah, yeah, from oh my yeah. god there's also poland on one side if i'm not ah, mistaken poland is going is to the uh, to the uh, west to, mm. to european side but lithuania also shares a border with poland yeah 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 oh so it was something for you to go there what is your memory when you went there did you feel what was it that you were going it was to? very hot i remember it was very hot and some fleas bite me and i'm swallowed <laughs> i remember yes and it was very uncozy and uh, was your father emotional when he went there or i not it? remember i think they already already he he passed the like of course they were emotional they took the they they pray they took their soul they they it was very everything was sensitive for them and we also saw uh, saw that field big field just uh, field where all these people were dug buried buried yes without so any fields of dead people who died no, no without any sign without any sign of family no, no. what a way to die you know yeah. when particularly when you have family and this is happening after after the world war i mean it's not like it's i mean after which after the world war actually a lot of countries became free because yeah. the britain could not afford them after the after the world war and this the exact opposite happened with countries like lithuania which is i mean i and, never knew this part of history and latvia and estonia and latvia and estonia the yeah. same yeah and and finland in that time became independent Uh, no they they are now finland, finland yeah, yeah, in the okay. in that i think in the same uh, russians occupied yeah. when finland became independent so lenin uh, Le- lenin uh, it was some situation that because of lenin uh, uh, some announcement finland uh, can uh, became independent from Sweden uh, because before before 40s uh, Finland not exist also so that I'm we are talking now about this time on f- mm. about 1940s how one mm. country is announced independence also India also, yes. yes 1947 yeah. yeah and at that time a country goes under siege which is yeah. uh, like what is happening in Ukraine today it is impossible for people to imagine this say Five years back, that something like this would happen mm. in a country. It's just be- you know Lithuanian uh, politics, and we all, after our, because of our history with Russia, we were like we always felt this like like we are, are unsafe, and the, all the world like. Uh, 
called uh, Lithuanian politics like you are neur- neurotic, neurotic, too much sensitive to Russia. And now all the world see what we were, mm. uh, we like, uh, right. yeah, we were right. Because mm. what they're doing now, so it's uh, like, it's an Im- unbelievable. Well, it's, it? it's one thing for me that uh, the Ukrainians are dying, but even a lot of Russians are dying. And it's, I don't know whether in this new world, uh, you know, it's a very strange thing that I feel like I had this uh, uh, conversation with somebody and uh, what, and they were talking about violence uh, in the world. But what people don't realize is that this is like the last 30, 40 years have been the safest in the history of the world. You know, less people have died due to violence in the last 30, 40 years than say, far before that, like in the medieval times and in the 1400s and the 50s, there were wars and kingdoms were taking over each other and people were always dying in wars and plagues and famines and so we are actually uh, the safest right now. There is there is far less violence now than it was say 100 years ago and somehow people don't get this context. You know, people take it from the context of, the, like someone was talking about violence in cinema and I said, uh, cinema didn't exist uh, 75 years back, it was never so popular. And yet people were dying and people were fighting between themselves and 200 years back people were killing each other mm. and nobody seems to understand the simple uh, maths and the, I mean just plain numbers and statistics of how it is. You know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, mm. <laughs> that is what uh, it is. Tell me a little about your grandmother. Uh, do you know anything about her? About which grandmother? Your, the, your grandfather who was taken away. I am a grandmother, wife. yes. My grandmother. From your father's side. Okay, uh, so she was uh, from uh, noble family. We, we had because in Lithuania we have uh, such um, um, old families who who has uh, their own like uh, sign like I don't know how it's in English. So in Lith- we we call this herb herbas emblem emblem yes. Okay. So she was from such old. Uh, family from with emblem and uh, wow uh, so you're royalty yeah Odrone? it's not like king it's in lithuania when we haven't like uh, <laughs> king's families but it's uh, like more highest like n- not dukes but little less like dukes so yes we uh, it's my like uh, uh, grandmother and so she is from that, and the and in that family was uh, also uh, it, such families in Lithuania usually talk in uh, in um, Polish language, and it, this is very also strange. I don't know why, but now I have maybe some uh, idea that because Lithuanians, as I said, it was the last uh, uh, pagans in. Uh, in um, Europe and Poland was very Christian uh, country and Christianity also brought some not only religion but also some education and uh, it was feeling and understanding that to speak in Polish language was like more aristocratic Ah. and so all uh, these families these more noble families tried to speak in Pol- Poland, Polish language. So, But were they close to the Polish border? I mean... Lithuania, yes. No, no, your mother's family, were they living close to the Polish border? No, no, it's not, it's not connected with the border. It is connected with the, like, 
but as ethic, a tradition, and right. understanding what is uh, good, what is like. Um, what makes you stand out? Uh, what uh, what I am, you know, aristocracy, more, right. more, more, more educated, more. Yeah, so my from my grandmother's family, they speak spoken Polish in Poland in Polish language, but I'm um, I'm thinking I didn't know that uh, there was some uh, um, Polish per- person I didn't know really, but but her relatives lives in Poland, my my grandmother's, and what she she was she was very good. Uh, uh, cook. She cooked very, very tasty uh, cakes. And uh, when we uh, uh, we tried to visit her when we, when I I was in school and uh, like ten years old, my brother nine years old, my sister eight years older, and father and with his uh, small car and mother we try because I'm live in we always live in Vilnius and she lives uh, my grandmother 100 kilometers from Vilnius in Kaunas another city so uh, we try to visit her each weekend and she always wait us with cakes <laughs> and uh, that's she, your memory your childhood yeah. memory and she always uh, ask and expect us girls to Come with very ordinary, nice uh, hair. Hairs. Hairs, yes. <laughs> dressed up well. Yeah, 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 dressed up well. well. Like ladies, I yeah, mean, yeah, what you would call, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, as a cliche, like yeah, a lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's. But how did she uh, cope with uh, her husband being taken away? So, you know, now we think about this and now we like try to. Um, empathically <laughs> we understand, but nobody talk about this. It was oh like God. it was like uh, you. I don't know. For us children, nobody talk about how they felt, uh, how how was difficult for them. And I know that in all families was the same. And uh, but you know how because now I'm I'm. Walk, uh, walking uh, and communicating with people, with other adult people, my generation, and older and little bit younger. So uh, in in uh, in art therapy field, so they like uh, express themselves and they they naturally remember their childhood. So they not only in my family, not of ev- everywhere in Lithuania, it was like. Uh, prohibited to talk about uh, difficulties uh, because this uh, uh, happened almost in each family. Almost in each family was people, uh, parent, father, grandfather, mother were, or all f- full family deported to this prison, and it was like a, a, a huge suffer, huge pain, huge trauma, and they. And um, now psychologists are doing uh, 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 this uh, research about uh, how this trauma affects later generations when you you can't talk, you know, like this trauma was yeah. like. Uh, but it's I, what I want to say that this when you can't share about your feeling, so it's uh, also but it affects your behavior. 
So behavior was like also like uh, not uh, sometimes very rude with their children or not very sensitive. So this uh, generation of my friends or, or older, they so the the very common features in the families that parents not talk, not share about their feelings. It's like uh, prohibited to talk about these traumas. And then they uh, also... And then they bring up the children the same way. Yeah. Oh my God. And so, also a lot of uh, alcoholic cases. Uh, this, oh my God. Uh, yeah. So this would be a, uh, would be a, a certain... Uh, uh, thing in what how communism works maybe you know because I, I don't have a view on communism or I mean I want to talk about it but I'm saying that uh, where people are not allowed to express what they feel and since they're not allowed to express what they feel they uh, bring up the children the same way yes. where the children are not allowed to express what they feel and then you feel like it's always said that uh, Russians are very cold you know, I mean, it, it's a general belief. I don't know how true or false mm -hmm. that is. But because the whole system is like that, where people are not allowed to express. So I think the warmth which, which you give or which makes you more humane mm -hmm. is just missing. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, that comes, that gets translated from generation to generation because yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to express your views. You're not allowed to express your emotions. You're not allowed to laugh freely yeah. or make a political joke or cry freely. And I think that... Oh, yeah, but we, because of that, you, because of that, uh, when I start after independence, uh, this uh, uh, all these fields uh, like psychotherapy, psychology, and I am from art therapy was like very very fast found the place in Lithuania just because of what you said now was because uh, it's very in the society was felt very big demand because this uh, all fields are. Uh, create a space for sharing about reflecting who I am, what I feel, and all about this, uh, you know, uh, experience from childhood. So now is uh, like, uh, of course, now this all, uh, all is happening in my country. And uh, so now there are these groups which meet and then they share their pain, so they understand that. No, it's just like a service because before after independence this new service new and new your your profession which is art therapy yeah, yeah. is a part of that yeah yeah so this service is found very uh, strong uh, and place and demand in my country after oh, wow. this uh, long occupation period oh my god it's I mean, it's it's difficult. I mean, I, 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 I'm talking with you and that is when I'm... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, no, it's wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful to understand things like this because I wouldn't imagine uh, something like this at all, that this would be the, say, the unseen effect of uh, something like that, you know, that it's an intangible effect. I mean, which one doesn't see. Like, for example, uh, I have always heard this and I'm not sure whether it's true because I believe all humans are emotional. Mm. But I've always heard something people say that, oh, no, the Europeans are not very emotional. The Germans are not very emotional mm. or the Russians are not very emotional. I've heard this, mm. you know, it's it's a cliche or maybe mm. it's not. But uh, it maybe comes from the uh, system, the, the, the system that the country is governed by. Also, you know, like in your case, in your country, you're not like your grandfather got taken away, but your grandmother couldn't express it to anybody. 
For us, children, we didn't hear. I don't know for whom she expressed, but not for us. We no, but she couldn't express it publicly. Uh, she couldn't go to the cops and ask, where is my husband? You know, I mean... Uh, so everybody was very scared. Yes. So that obviously she must have also brought, brought up her children, telling them, don't ask too many yeah. questions. Yeah. You yeah. know, don't express yourself. Exactly. Uh, it was so like we, 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 uh, my parents talked to me and say, uh, um, uh, tell me, told me all the history and uh, this of um, our country. And but they say always, uh, always remind me not not talk this what we telling you with your classmates. You just not say for anybody because we will get some uh, the KGB yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. So what I wanted to ask you was, uh, Atrone, is that do you remember the day and the time and where were you and what was happening when your country became independent in nineteen ninety? What was it that you were doing? Yes, I remember that I was in my flat at home uh, with some friends, and I think we we watched TV because in that time, in that moment, in that parliament of Lithuania was uh, uh, happened vote voting. They voting. Yes. And uh, but I want to say that the content that of the past uh, days and weeks was like uh, all you know it's, it was like everybody each whom I, whom I know and met in a city it was like everybody was like above of the basement was like so big excitement <laughs> about it was my parents all I'm I was like when how it was maybe uh, now 90, so now it's a 40 years before, yes? Right. 32. 32. 40, 40, 32, no. 40. Yes, 32 years before, because it's 22 now. Yeah. And 1990. Yeah. So 22, 90 plus 10 is 2022. Yeah, yeah. So then all people was like, uh, it's that feeling is, uh, in, it's, uh, it's, just uh, I can say that you can't express it. <laughs> can't express <laughs> because words. it's like a, a very big excitement, and people who are my uh, parents' uh, age, so they uh, was so uh, very sensitive. They like because they wait. Many people were uh, waiting all life, you know, and it was unbelievable and. This uh, all the world uh, uh, announced one after another. America, other world, they start uh, uh, from TV congratulate and uh, and uh, and uh, yes. So was absolutely all country were excited and happy and congratulate each other. And it was it is. You know, to, to experience these moments with your nation together, it's it, that is uh, like the reason to to be in uh, such a dictator country, uh, just because to uh, have this uh, experience. What's happening when the country finally reached the independence? It's something like relieving and absolutely. Uh, 
It will unified. Matter. All people were unified in that uh, in that feeling. It's so any separation, any political parties, everybody were like uh, happy and celebrate and congratulate each other. It was fantastic. <laughs> Only later, you know, start again parties and discussions. But in that moment, and so, so I feel that um, I what I am, uh, what I can say about uh, this experience that it gives me understanding and um, that everything is possible when you want, when you when you have idea, when you are going to this idea step by step, and when you believe. So finally, it's happening. So I was like witness of such a, such a moment. Not not I'm alone, but all my people. It was very very special, and we happy that they not uh, they after I not not I remember, but the reaction of Moscow was that after f- uh, I don't remember a few days or some week they stop. Uh, gas they sent to us some army and then um, I think 10 people died because of this uh, attack um, uh, but we, but uh, relatively it is it was small uh, this uh, reaction from Moscow so yes this is a very very special mm moments difficult for me to understand but that not understand but to express in a words but the feeling this that you are happy with your nation that mm. is a you're free i mean that's the yeah free I, mean, i don't think it can be expressed at and all. also you know what is now when we're observing a situation in in belarus last year now in ukraine And I remember uh, when uh, how it was in Lithuania. So the that the moment when army and uh, policemen stop uh, belong to government, it 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 means that the revolution happened. So it happened to Lith- in Lithuania. All army Soviet uh, in Soviet army Soviet Lithuania and all uh, policemen just. Uh, went away from government and that is a moment when you right. became independent from right. government have you ever watched a film or a series or read a novel and felt i can write better than this except you didn't really know how to but now you can try your hand at writing screenplays web series or novels with a little help from my book called anybody can write a film Devoid of film jargon and loaded with examples from popular films, my book simplifies the process to write films, series or even a novel. Available on Amazon worldwide under the title Anybody Can Write a Film, demystifying the screenwriting process by Atul Daishete. Visit amazon.in to buy the book in India and Amazon in your respective countries to buy the Kindle version. Anybody can write a film. Now with my book, anybody actually can.
like exactly what used to happen in india what the what is said is that there were only 5000 britishers in india at any point in time so the rest of the people who were actually controlling the country were actually indians you know i mean so these were indians who had their internal squabbles with say a different king with somebody else the police was full of indians yeah. and the indians were the ones who were actually controlling the indians because the britishers were only 5000 maybe yeah. 10000 at the most and uh, yet they were they were mm. controlling the country so i think it's it's what you're saying is so it resonates with me even uh, with the way what was ha- what happened in india in say before 1947 uh so let's uh, let's come to uh, your your father you said was uh, interested in gliding in flying which is like a very strange it's not uh, he is not interesting he was sportsman he 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 made a uh high record it is in english right. record record yeah yeah so he in in soviet time he made a, a record of highness of flying with of gliders flying with gliders he he reached such a high point where his uh, uh, wings uh, start uh, um, uh, covered by 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 ice oh my yeah, god yeah so now uh, now glide gliders in such uh, uh, distance go going with the oxygen oxygen mask and and that time yes. he he was he he reached this without oxygen do you know the record and how many feet above sea level no i need to check i don't okay. remember now oh god because the oxygen levels are really low that it's very thin air rarefied yeah. air Wow. So he 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 not interested. He was all his passion was how in gliding. He, how did he get interested? How did he how did it start? Do you know It's any? joke. Yes, it is about his his uh, uh childhood there are jokes how he loved from early years this sport. So he was uh, um, he climbed to his when he was around 6 or 7 years old he climbed uh, uh, climbed on the roof of his house oh my god and he, he decided to like uh, jump down and imagine that he is with parachute but of course with has that house was not very far maybe uh, one floor so yes but, but in the in the below was this uh, bush of um, that uh, uh, berries okay berries with the which thorns yes so he, <laughs> so he he um, he po- jumped down and uh, and scratch his hand uh, legs and us and so it uh, it is a joke from his childhood how he how he so loved he... Uh, flight oh my god so he was just interested in flying from the time he was a kid yes yes and uh, how did he how did he navigate and get to this point where he made a record i mean how did that happen so he he did record when he already was the chief of that airport in soviet times uh, so the, so i think i already mentioned about him no 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 but how did uh, how did he reach there as in from that point where he fell in the bushes and he hurt himself badly mm-hmm, yeah to re- achieving the record what was that journey from here to uh, actually achieving that record yeah so i i think i said already that he from uh, from 
teenage no, I mean who introduced him to the sport I mean any idea and no, he I think he met he because they live near the sea in that city Klaipeda and near Klaipeda is the, it was the this activities from uh, of okay. the first uh, okay. first gliding sportsmen they uh-huh. glided from dunes yeah, in yeah. that time now you when you uh, want to glide uh, fly with glider you need to that you your glider will be take up some small plane Hill, yeah. uh, but uh, but in that time uh, they they climb with glider on some dune hill and they just uh, go down right. so um, so he he met these people uh, and, and uh, these pioneers of Lithuania in Lithuania this gliding sport and he uh, belonged to them and uh, and uh, attend and uh, train himself in that uh, in that activities and later he became when he became engineer and and it was possibility for him to coordinate and and to establish this airport of glide, gliding sport so that uh, my all childhood spent uh, I, I spent in from my little day, small days in that airport we had a oh. summer house yes because uh, uh, he organized he was a chief and that airport was uh, in just uh, uh, surrounded by forest and beautiful lake so this uh, people who was uh, like administrators so my father was a chief and other people we all had a small houses small wooden houses summer houses so it's my we from very early uh, because lithuania is not like india always summer you know we have like <laughs> we have spring summer autumn winter so when the autumn, um, when the early spring uh, uh, came, we immediately all family, of course, we father first. Uh, we used to go to that airport. We stay in that uh, um, summer house, and my father, my father's job was in that uh, airport. He coordinated the, the flights, that all what's happening. We, and organize this all these activities and uh, we just live in that nature and uh, so yes, I'm, I'm until all my life we spend there so you grew up in that airport actually yeah in summer times okay yeah. wow so it must have been a, some kind of an experience to grow up in in and around the airport and yeah, my, what I realize now, uh, what like influence of that airport that I very much like the spaces because here what I why I like yeah. spaces where where I can see horizon. Right. So that I, I later realize that this is influence of that airport because you are there was a big big field, and in the end of the field you can can see only that very narrow line of far far forest. So that uh, that uh, landscape, it's always like now. I when I want to live th- somewhere, or I am choosing the place. So that is such a impression of the space of a field is important for me. Wow. It's from airports. <laughs> wow, 
Oh, that's what I mean. That's what. Then you're in the right place in Bombay because this is the only place <laughs> where you can, <laughs> you can see, see the horizon. horizon. <laughs> yes. If you if you are anywhere in Bombay, you are only banging into people <laughs> while walking, yeah. or some somebody is banging into you all the time on the streets. Yeah. So why I'm I'm feel here very comfortable. Yes. So you're in Mud Island, and I think it's it's a very rare thing <laughs> to <laughs> to have this kind of a space. Which I try finally found. No, no, lovely. <laughs> I'm sure that you would have quit this country a long time back if you hadn't been staying in Mud Island. <laughs> so, um, and what about your mother? I mean, what was her background like? What was where was she from? My mother like uh, to what dance. What kind of a what kind of a woman was she? I like your questions. Your questions always about personalities, not about like. Uh, yes, I I will tell you. I will think now. Um I don't know it's very difficult to talk uh, to uh, to talk about mother like from di- distance now 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 I'm think that I for f- about father for me was uh, more easy to talk than about mother and maybe because that we were very connected like I'm not uh, I can't uh, value her because how I felt her So I I know that other other person from my family they uh, uh, said about her that she is very strict but I never felt her strictness and um, what I felt uh, always uh, her support when I I was like very free minded uh, girl a young girl and uh, I always have such fixed ideas uh, what to do what to study and so she I and I when I shared with her so she always supported me okay so in some very like uh, sensitive situations she always like gave me support uh, what else she uh, What part did she grow up in? I mean, uh, in part in, in the middle of Lithuania. She uh, grew up. Uh, her father passed away when she was very young. Uh, I think four years old. Her uh, she she and and her sister, and her sister uh, with her. Um, uh, Uh, we we they were agreed to be to get married but her sister so but before but before when Lithuania already know that uh, it was it was like a risk that uh, Soviet Union will occupy it, uh, Lithuania so many Lithuanians emigrated to US so this um, my mother's sister emigrated to when she was 90 years old 19 uh, to US so mother left with her mother here in Lithuania and uh, I don't know she she loves loves dance she went to uh, ballet school she also participate in a, some music musical theater she danced then she went to uh, pedagogical university to to learn to become sport teacher so she was sport teacher all her life she was sport teacher and also she lead the 
group of gymnastic sport. Wow. Yes, I also participated in that gymnastic sport. She took me to to train me <laughs> to become more flexible. <laughs> so were you flexible? Did you learn my, anything? Now, now yoga, my yoga teacher said that I'm flexible. <laughs> <laughs> by Indian standards. Yeah. <laughs> Are you flexible by Lithuanian standards? <laughs> Nobody told me, but now I hear that. But I'm flexible. <laughs> Maybe it's because I sometimes many many years I I went to gymnastics. Gymnastics yeah. school. So how long were you in gymnastics school? Maybe four years. Four years. Yeah. Four but years. But this is yeah. But this is like uh, from uh, ten years old when I was ten until teenage. Wow. No, but four years is a long time if you're training. Yeah, but this is like she was there, so I was with her. Yeah, but you will learn something in four years. Yeah, and it, uh, I think gymnastic, gymna, gymnastic, being a, becoming a gymnast is a discipline. I mean, it takes yeah. a certain kind of. So, but you know, when you are going with the the place where your mother walk, it's not like for, for with me. It was it was not like with the other. Uh, Kids, I was daughter, so it was special. Yes, privilege, <laughs> yeah. not so strict. So what? Uh, so she was mom- also she was very much coffee. She drank coffee. I also now drink like coffee very much. Also, she very interested in Lithuanian history. She talk about to us about all uh, kings and dukes. Um, I know she loves people and uh, but with what people you know but for me it's strange what I'm talking now but the feeling is like I uh, other my friends and other people say about her what I didn't felt about her she was not for I've not felt that she was strict but other people said that she, she was, was strict <laughs> also you know what she also very much liked to beautiful nicely dressed up until the end of her life she always like tried to be with makeup with lips uh, lipstick lipstick with earrings with uh, yes so that is she liked to look beautiful when she went yes out. yes oh that's so that's so sweet yeah and did she did it rub up on you when you were growing up did you did you rebel against that or did you also try to be like uh, like a girl? I mean, like in the cliched sense of how one would be. What would? How were you? I mean, I think uh, yes. I I was like I I I fighted with my parents because of my independence. But uh, uh, I think uh, not too much. But uh, <laughs> but but everybody fights with uh, their yes. parents and their teenage yeah. years. It's common. Yeah. So that's that's. I think there's nothing <laughs> as one can. That's a very common thing all over the world. I you, think. we need to do this as a kids. Yeah, it's a part of the. Yeah, it's yeah, part of the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. It's a part. Now I just because I what has always fascinated me about ballet is that there are women who can just stand on the tip of their toes. Yeah. Your mother could do that. I didn't saw, but I only saw that uh, her old photographs from that time when she, because I when I already was on this earth, she was not in that uh, ballet already. She was a sport teacher. 
in that time in in from my all all my life but i saw these old photographs from that time when she was a dance uh, dancer so uh, it's just uh, marvelous wow wow with so <laughs> in, in some costumes uh, in some role of french uh, Uh, fish, uh, some uh, ma- marine, uh, yeah, yeah, shirt and cap, maroon, m- yeah, maroon color, right? No, no, this uh, like uh, ma- uh, from uh, sea, from sea, right, 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 right. Okay. These lines. Yes, yes, I got it. Yeah, the uh, you mean the off, off, off shoulder. No, this this in in French when you see this uh, French uh, sea soldiers, they ah. they wear this uh, with blue lines. Okay, okay, it's a kind of dress. Yeah. Okay. So she maybe had some role in the theater. So wow. she. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I hope you enjoyed part one of my conversation with painter and art therapist Audrey Brazauskaite. If you wish to contact Audrey for an online art therapy session or maybe to check out or buy her paintings you can send her a WhatsApp message on her Lithuanian number +3706529201 The 370 is the country code so let me repeat this for you the number is +3706529201 You can also email her at a.brazauskaite@gmail.com Let me spell this a dot b r a z a u s k a i t e at gmail dot com. I publish the second part of this lovely conversation on Friday next week. And here is my film record. Since we hosted a guest from the country of Lithuania today, I'll recommend a Lithuanian film. The original title of the Lithuanian film I recommend today, and I hope I pronounce it right, is Pictulju Karta. The English title of the film is The Generation of Evil, written by Jonas Banis and co-written and directed by Emilis Velivis. The Generation of Evil is an investigative thriller which revolves around a mayoral election and the death of a district attorney. Two different detectives are forced into a joint investigation as their egos and worldviews clash with each other. Pictu Jukarta or The Generation of Evil rates a wise 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Do watch if you haven't already. Follow me on Twitter by following my Twitter handle Atul Taishete spelled as A T U L T A I S H E T E Also do visit my website conversations that is conversations plural with an s the complete website address is conversationswithatul.com So see you next Friday at 10 pm with a different guest a new episode and a fresh conversation right here on conversations with atul have a rocking fun week and stay safe Thank you.